With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Athletic. Hi Reds, James Pearce here, just finishing up at Anfield where it finished Liverpool 2, Fulham 1. Coming up, we'll bring you all the best post-match reaction. We'll hear the best bits from Jurgen Klopp's press conference and my colleague Andy Jones will drop by to give us his take on what was ultimately another great night for the Reds at Anfield. Nunez! So it's all over here at Anfield. Liverpool have got a narrow 2-1 lead to take down to Craven Cottage on January the 24th for the second leg of the Carabao Cup semi-final. I think Jurgen Klopp will be happy with that tonight. In the circumstances, you know, can you, when you rattle off all the names of the key personnel that were missing, when you look, especially I think on the back of such a grueling run, you know, the last game before they finally get a bit of a breather with that 11-day gap before they go to Bournemouth in the Premier League on January the 21st. I think for his team to dig deep in the way that they did and and, and grind it out after a, a really frustrating opening 45, I think um, there was there was a lot to admire. I think once again, you've got to give Klopp an awful lot of credit in terms of being proactive and making changes that had a huge impact on the outcome of the game. That's now 30 goal involvements from Liverpool substitutes so far this season. 15 goals, 15 assists. That's 12 more than any other Premier League club. And uh, tonight, the plaudits quite rightly going to Darwin Nunes, who helped himself to a couple of assists after coming on, and Cody Gagpo, who of course scored the, the second goal. And the two of them, you know, they gave Liverpool some, you know, just something that they had, they'd been lacking previously with, you know, their dynamism, their their pace, their power, some of the interplay as well, and just asked you know a lot more questions of Fulham's back line, who up to that point had defended brilliantly, but they were they were really worn down in the in the last half an hour of that game, uh, Marco Silva's team, and you know but for but for some inspired goalkeeping from Leno, Liverpool could have had an even even bigger advantage to take down to the capital in a couple of weeks. So yeah, first half, it really there really wasn't much to to get excited about was that you could sense you know the anxiety levels growing around Anfield because you know at one point I checked Liverpool had had 70% possession in that first half yet they'd I think they had had one shot on target and even that was a a tame effort from Curtis Jones and they were they just really struggled to create it was all a bit too slow too predictable in possession they couldn't get in behind Fulham at all despite all the possession all the territory that they that they had and then of course Fulham break away and score with their their first attempt of the night with um you know a bit of a a bit of a mistake you'd have to say from Van Dijk a misplaced header that Pereira was able to pounce on uh kind of Bradley uh stumbled and there was Willian who who was very composed and tucked it away past Kelleher um but you know as we've seen time and time again this season uh Liverpool 
you know, they, 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 they have that inner belief in them. They have that, that mentality now and that resilience where, you know, they don't panic because they, they've, they've got that, that experience of coming from behind to win games. And once again, they've done it. That's the seventh time in all competitions this season they've won despite conceding the first goal in all competitions and no club in the top four tiers of English football can uh, can kind of hold a hold a candle to to that to that number so um yeah it was that double substitution that proved so key Gravenberg and Elliot off Gagpo Nunes on and it was bold from Klopp you'd have to say because you know of course he still had he had Jota and Diaz still out there so four attackers um and it got pretty stretched you think it it wasn't Flawless from Liverpool by any stretch of the imagination, and De Cordova Reed uh, could easily have made it two 0 He got away down the right hand side, and probably you'd have to say that the better option for him would have been to square it to Pereira, who, was, who could have tucked it away. But he went for the shot, and credit to Quivine Keller who produced a sprawling save. And um, you know, and at that point, with Liverpool still trailing, you're thinking, you know, is this really going to be the first home defeat? Since since that morning at the hands of Real Madrid in in February last year, yet you know those concerns were quickly wiped, washed away. Two goals in the space of three minutes. Jota and Nunes, great work from them to to find Curtis Jones. His shot taking a big deflection and looping over Leno. And if there was a bit of luck attached to the equaliser, there was certainly no fortune attached to the second one. With with Jota threading it through to Nunes. Brilliant from Nunes. So aware with the cutback to Gagpo and a, a really classy finish from the near post. And that's four and four in this competition for Gagpo. He certainly loves the Carabao Cup. And um, yeah, it was it was, a, it was a real strong finish from Liverpool. We've, we've said that so many times this season, haven't we, that they, they, they do finish strongly, even though they, 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 they have had an issue with starting, uh, starting slowly, but they finish strongly. And this was another one for the collection tonight. Nunes will be scratching his head a little bit how he didn't score. You know, there was there was one brilliant ball in from from Connor Bradley that he turned goalwards, and I think everyone expected the net to bulge, but somehow uh, Leno kept it out. And um, yeah, we should definitely as well pay tribute to to Connor Bradley because that was some performance from him tonight to be thrown in and you know to try and fill the boots of Trent Alexander Arnold, who's so integral to to Liverpool's resurgence. I thought the, the Northern Irishman equipped himself brilliantly and and yeah he'll be disappointed with the part in 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 the the opening goal for Fulham but you know the temperament and the calmness he showed to come back from that and he affected the game both going forward with with his with the quality of his deliveries and also defensively with the tackles and the duels that he that he won so um yeah he should certainly be very proud of of his night's work and and certainly for for Klopp and the players I think they'll just be relieved that you know it's, it's a winning end to what's been a um, you know a fantastic run. When you think we're talking about Liverpool being top of the Premier League, still in the FA Cup, last sixteen of the Europa, and now ninety minutes away from a Wembley final at the back end of February against either Middlesbrough or Chelsea. So um, yeah, these players have certainly earned the break that now they will uh, they will get before. Focus turns to that trip to Bournemouth on January the 21st. So first up, a delighted Jurgen Klopp was asked about his team's powers of recovery as once again this season they produced a, a stirring revival to grasp victory from the jaws of defeat. Yeah, this mentality, but how, how why you create mentality sometimes and sometimes not. We spoke about that, you... 
to turn a game around, first and foremost, you need quality. To turn a game around, you obviously need belief. But the main thing, and would sum it up everything um, beyond that, is, is mentality. And we had uh, we had this season where we had to overcome real difficulties um, very early in the season, where nobody knew how we would react on that because you cannot plan it, you cannot train it, you are just you just watch it. And the boys did it um, against Bournemouth at home, against Newcastle away. So many moments. Tottenham is a top example, unfortunately, without the result. <laughs> um, so now, but it's it's in a situation in a situation we are in, with a lot of players not in. It's not we don't we don't go for excuses or stuff like this. It's just it's, but it's obvious. You have to change. That's not the problem that the players not there. It's a rather problem that patterns you develop over weeks or months. They are not there, so that's more the problem. Um, and first half, we were super dominant, without outcome, no finishes. So we played around the formation. We stuck or again stopped pretty much on the wing when we when we found the other player. Then we had to, once we crossed, was behind the goal. The next ball got blocked, stuff like this. So it was no fluidity, nothing. You have to get through a half to half like this because you see it. Um, but it's really difficult to, to get any influence from the outside because it's just so you just tell one and you, <laughs> I don't do it do it as silent. Somebody you tell something somebody in the ear and he gives the information to the next what what's the name of that game? If I tell something Tony and he tells it you, what's the name of that game? You don't know. Ah, what is it? Chinese whispers. Chinese so, and in the end, the outcome is not great, right? That's the funny part of it. And that's a little bit how it could be in football. I tell one, he tells the next, he tells the next, and then you don't see anything anymore. So you try to get through it with little adjustments. And then, unfortunately, we were one down at halftime. That's not cool, but it can obviously happen. And then again, we had, we had to adjust in halftime. And it was not that much a problem because little things helped, but immediately we started to play better football, but immediately, our protection was not well organized anymore, and they had the counter attacks. So we had to adjust that as well, did that, scored the goals, won the game, and all good for now. Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Walk On, your dedicated Liverpool podcast from The Athletic. Well, Klopp was then asked about the impact of his substitutes and the fact that that remarkable stat 
That's now 30 goal involvements, 15 goals, 15 assists from his substitutes in all competitions so far this season. So if you have more players available, usually if you can, and we all know, I, I, I hope you all know, I couldn't. I don't care if you know, but we love the kids, but it's, you have to bring them in the right moment um, or when you have to take risk or whatever, that, that's how it is, but it must be the right moment. Um, but when we have all available and the quality we can bring on then is, is, is pretty good, I have to say. But of course, they are at the moment not available, but the boys who came on, they have real quality, obviously, already. The others will have that properly in the future. Um, and that's the reason for it. Um, you see that. I, I don't know how to explain the Darwin situation. I, I, I'm so happy about our crowd, how they take it. I'm so happy about Darwin's reaction, how he takes it. But you cannot be more unlucky than he was in this situ- finishing situation. It's just not possible. He has absolutely everything right. And then, ooh, one not in. And then he still sets up the, the other goal. I, I really, I think that's really special to do that again. Did that again for more in the other game. Was probably West Ham, if I'm right, and today for Cody, super special. But the impact they had was obviously really big. But before that, we found our feet already slightly better. Yeah, I didn't see it back for me. It was a clear goal, and I was, was not in it. So I cannot believe how that happened. But yeah, yes, Leno is a good goalie. Well, then the conversation turned to how Jurgen Klopp saw the the balance of the tie after the first leg, with of course Liverpool holding a narrow lead, but. Of course, Fulham's performance, they were they were exceptional really for the first hour and frustrated Liverpool. That certainly means that there were, you know, there were there were there weren't any wild celebrations at Anfield. I think everyone knows there's a there's a fair bit of work to be done in this tie before anyone can book that trip to Wembley. It's not over yet, surprisingly. I didn't expect to have a result tonight where I can say, yeah, we can book the hotel. Um that was not that was, was clear. So Fulham, Marco was probably here before me, um, will not be overly happy tonight, but knows they are still in. Um, they, they, they caused us real problems. They will cause us there even more problems. Hopefully, we will be then better from the start, but we will see that it's um, a few days and the game between now and then. Um, so other things are in the moment more important for tonight. We couldn't do really more than win the game. Um, and with the whole story of the game, I'm absolutely happy with the result. Well, Jurgen Klopp was then asked about the contribution of Darwin Nunes and how, you know, despite the fact that there's a lot of attention on and scrutiny on his goal-scoring record, how Liverpool benefit from the other parts of his game and in particular that impressive tally now of 10 assists in all competitions this season. He plays outstanding. I have to say it. I have to say it. Is it so many things I, I, I really love about the game. It, the first year was a year for, for to adapt and he scored here and there. But now the contribution in all games. He would have started tonight. So, but he had cramps in the last game. So three days later, you don't start a player. So the, the boys don't start or not start because they score or not score. I, my, my, my belief and my trust in them is, is as long as they behave properly endless uh, because they just deserve it because of the effort they put in um, but that you can bring Cody and and Darwin from the bench is that's a proper change and we changed on top of that system and formation and setup so um, how is that all of a sudden the high press was not organized anymore <laughs> and the problems there try to fix that from outside then all of a sudden protection wasn't because we changed a couple of things but the, 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 the offensive situations were much better um, and 
that's good, and um, he's a big part of that. Well, Klopp was also asked about the performance of young Connor Bradley, who could certainly hold his head high after putting in a massive shift for the Reds at right back. I told him before the game already, I was waiting for that moment that we can give him the opportunity. I was really waiting for it because when, when he got injured in pre-season, we, our, my opinion about him was already here and then he was out for a pretty long time. Um, a top boy. Um, and today was pretty intense for him. Huh? I'm, 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 somebody has to drive him home, hopefully, because he's really he's sitting in the dressing room. does look great. Um, and he gave his absolute everything, and it's uh, it's just so nice to see. It's really so nice to see. It's um, and the next one sitting outside um, on a bench already. That's really cool. And he could show how good he already is, and of course, so much more to come. Um, and the first goal, it was that things like this happen. But if you're a defender, you will always there will be an involvement in, in in a goal somehow. Then it's all about how 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 quick can you. Uh, get into the game again and um, I didn't see any kind of reaction I liked it a lot and finally Jurgen Klopp was asked just how much was he looking forward to the fact that there's now an 11 day gap between matches and the players and staff alike can and enjoy a bit of respite after such a demanding period my English is not good enough to put that in words <laughs> yeah for the latest subscription offers, head to theathletic.com forward slash Liverpool pod. All right, Reds, it's Andy here, uh, just back from Anfield as Liverpool took their next step um, on their journey to hopefully being in the Carabao Cup final and hopefully the winners um, come February with a, a 2-1 victory over Fulham, which, fair to say, they didn't have everything their own way um, and, and they had to battle for it and they had to come from behind and... You know, once again, we saw all of the what are becoming the again the the hallmark traits uh, that a club side has, and that's that that resilience, that ability to bounce back and come back from deficits and respond to adversity. And Liverpool had to do that, but it was a it was it was an interesting game. It was a strange game in a way, and I think largely, especially in the first half, a lot of that I felt was to to do with the team selection. I just thought, and it, and it. It, it, in a way, it played out by by the first half and and the scoreline at the end of it is it just felt like Liverpool were a bit little bit too one paced in attack. You could see what what they were trying to do and trying to work in pockets. And again, Klopp goes with with Elliot on the right as the you know the makeshift Mo Salah um, while he's while he's away at Afcon and this time goes with Gravenberg on the right instead of Gakpo um, instead of against Arsenal. And I think the idea is for those two players to sort of rotate and try and both be creative attacking midfielders. So we saw, you know, it wasn't necessarily Elliot just sticking to the flank. He was, he was floating around himself, and Gravenberg would go and occupy the space, and and vice versa. And but the, the problem was is that there wasn't a difference in Liverpool's attack. It, it felt like a lot of the time, and you know, you were you were crying out, and eventually it, it pays off, with, and and shows in the second half. You were crying out for the Darwin Nunes for someone to go and stretch in behind and run the channels, and and and, and don't get me wrong, Liverpool did create opportunities and openings in that first half. They got to the byline a couple of times. There was a few cutbacks that, you know, flashed across the face of goal or Fulham made a good interception and, and Fulham Fulham defended well and, you know, blocked passing lanes and made it difficult for Liverpool and and then took their own their own opportunity. And I think, you know, there's a, a couple of mistakes, you know, within the within the goal, you know, Van Dyke's header initially is 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 the big one. Um but Bradley sort of commits and understandably you would think Willian's probably going to pull the trigger but being the clever player that he is, he 
you know, he drops the shoulder a little bit, Bradley commits, and then he takes a net touch, and, you know, it's a close-range finish. Um, but Liverpool had their all to do in the second half, and uh, I was, I'll be honest, I was a little bit surprised that the club kept it the same. Um, but you, you sort of knew, I think it was very, very quickly, within within a couple of minutes, that, you know, Nunes and Gakpo were, were back warming up and, and were going to be introduced sooner rather than later. Once again, it's... Klopp being able to use his bench and now while his options are are reduced by injuries and and players being away, um, he's still got at least two forward options with the side he picked to, to bring on similar to Arsenal and, and both impact the game. You know, Nunes gets gets two assists and you could just see the change in in, in how things opened up. I mean, the, the game itself went really open and um, it felt a little bit like Manchester United initially when when Klopp made those those attacking changes when he sort of went to what looked like a bit of a 4-2-4 as people were trying to figure out the roles and and that was when Fulham looked dangerous a couple of times on the counter attack and you know let themselves down uh, or Liverpool you know managed to, to to defend the situation well enough you know otherwise they could have been in a bit 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 of bigger trouble but in a way the chances that Fulham were beginning to create almost didn't help them because their shape then went to pieces a little bit and, and the midfield the, the midfield just became this really open open area and, and Liverpool were able to get the ball into people on the half turn who were able to, to advance the ball and, and Nunes and Gakpo were, were both and as you know Nunes gets gets two assists as I mentioned and you know you again you're just missing that goal and it's, you know I, I don't I don't know how he hasn't got himself on the score sheet again gets into into the right you know situations gets the good chances you know just comes against Leno who pulls off a couple of, of world-class saves but the most important thing is Liverpool take a lead into the the second leg, and of course they would have wanted it to be, you know, in a, in a stronger position than what they were. But you know, given the way the game goes, I think they'll be pleased that, that they've at least got an advantage um, because that 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 uh, second leg at Craven Cottage is going to be no easy game. Um, Fulham showed tonight that they've they they can get at Liverpool and cause them problems, and also cause them problems in terms of keeping them out as well. So. You know, it's it's all to play for, but the important thing is Liverpool have, have taken a positive step towards hopefully uh, a final next month. So that's it from us here at Anfield. For plenty more match reaction and analysis, check out The Athletic. I'll be back alongside Tony and the rest of the team next week for the Walk On podcast. Thanks for joining me and we'll catch you again then. The Athletic.